Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. We need to talk about Wells Fargo exiting the mortgage business. Yes, folks, the number one mortgage originator for 2019 has decided for all intents and purposes to exit the market. What does it mean? What does it tell us? We will get into that. Plus, we will talk about Patrick Bet David and the team at Valuetainment. Uh, they had a video yesterday talking about the housing market. I will run through some of the numbers and some of their discussion and share with you if I agree or disagree. We need to talk about CPI. Yes, tomorrow, 5.30 a.m. Pacific, we will get the latest and greatest reading on CPI. And I just got a surprising update for expectations for headline month on month, something we definitely need to talk about. One second, please. Hey, buddy. Don't know if you heard that little whining, but Sonny wanted to come and say hi. Next, we need to talk about some data that I've captured around luxury housing in the United States. I think it is very telling. Uh, We'll talk about housing and the consumer. And finally, I will give you an update on my first flip uh, in the last 18 months or so. So let's get into it. What does it mean that Wells Fargo is exiting mortgage? Well, I think it means a couple of things. First and foremost, you may not be aware, but Wells Fargo still has some pretty significant penalties being uh, put on them by the Fed, by the Federal Reserve and Treasury and all of that, basically the government. This is from some bad actors and bad practices around fake accounts from years ago. So Wells Fargo is really hamstrung and as they should be, do the crime, do the time. Absolutely. But what is going on now, I think, is Wells Fargo is telling us that they cannot make a lot of profit in mortgages. That's what I think they are saying. For the headcount required to work on mortgages, they cannot generate enough profit. So they are exiting the market. They are selling off parts of their portfolio that they are holding. And um, I think it's a sign that they're just, they have to focus elsewhere. On top of that, I think it is very interesting that the big banks are leaving mortgage because again, refis are down 87%, purchase down 40%. And that just means more demand for other players. Perhaps the, um, you know, the, uh, did I write it down? Other big, like Rocket Mortgage and other players such as that. So again, I think this is more about Wells Fargo making a business decision that is in the best interest of the company and their shareholders. But it's also very interesting to look at this going, hey, the number one player in 2019 is basically exiting the business. So pretty interesting. We got to talk about Petrick, Bet David, and Valuetainment. So folks, if you don't remember, Patrick, Bet David, and the team at Valuetainment about two months ago basically came out and said, real estate's going to crash. Interest rates are going to 10%. The world is ending. Now, I exaggerate a little, 
But let's just say that Patrick Bet David and the team at Valuetainment was very negative on housing prices. Well, just yesterday, folks, they did kind of a housing update under the context of a larger discussion, and they have admitted that they really got that wrong because what they have seen is a 30, 35, 40% collapse in transactions and prices around the country are rather sticky or stable. They went on to talk about what would happen next and they are unsure. Uh, They did come down to the fact that it is on interest rates. They clearly saw the market break at 7%, which you and I have talked about. Rates have trended down and there really is no more fear of 10 or even 9% mortgages. I thought that was a very interesting discussion that the team at Valuetainment had, and I applaud them for recognizing that their negativity and really their suddenness on prices maybe was unwarranted. And that really is one of the things hopefully I'm trying to share with you is prices are a lot stickier than most people expect, except Big asterisks, except when the seller is a business. Why did the crash happen in the Great Recession? Because the sellers that dominated the market were banks. They were non-emotional. Now, we have markets like Las Vegas, in Phoenix, in Austin, in Sacramento, that are dominated by these iBuyers that are turning into iSellers that will soon be iGone. They'll be out of the market, out of business. It's a billion-dollar idea that lost money. But once that's over, the natural order will take place again. Again, we just posted a video with Brian Lebo from Las Vegas yesterday at 7 o'clock. I think the title is Las Vegas Housing Game Over. Brian has some very interesting discussions in that that, uh, video that I think will surprise a lot of you. So go ahead and check that out. So CPI, CPI is a big number. We've talked about it a bunch. It will be here in less than 24 hours. It will move the market. It can change the Fed. It can be that big a number. I have to say that there is an update to their expectations for headline month on month. As of last week, the expectation was for headline to post a zero, 0.0, month on month. Now, folks, the expectation for the first time in seemingly forever, there is actually expectation that headline CPI will have a negative number, negative 0.1 month on month. Now, if, big if, big, gigantic if, if that happens, it will be very interesting to see the talk track. You and I both know what the stock market, the mar- the billionaires on TV will be saying. Elon Musk will be saying, see, I told you so. Deflation is here. You Fed idiots need to cut rates. You need to bail out my car company. That's what the billionaires will say. I expect the Fed, again, if negative, they will come out and talk A wee bit softer, just a wee bit. As of yesterday, everybody is talking higher, longer, yada, yada, yada. But I do think a negative number will at least give them pause. It may cause the Fed to splinter. Right now, they are uniquely organized, higher, longer. 
I think if we get a negative number, you may see some splintering. But again, we will see and we will see in a short 24 hours. Going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Luxury homes on this channel, thanks to our good friend Adrian Hernandez talking about the disaster that is Orange County luxury housing. It is now official. There's actually articles talking about luxury housing. Again, I will note we brought it to you here first on this channel. Housing inventory is uh, how home, let's for the, sorry, so much data here. Home sales in the luxury market down 38.1% year on year. That is a record. The old record, just in case you want to know, was 31.4%. So the luxury housing market is down year on year, 20% more than ever before. The luxury market is dead, right? And it makes sense. We've been talking about this for months, you and I. Why would the luxury market be dead? Well, first off, rates are higher. Everything costs more. But second, the luxury home is not a necessity. Nobody needs a luxury home. It just, it's a want. It's not a need. And when the stock market rolls out of bed, when crypto rolls out of bed and you're scared for your job, you don't sign on the dotted line for a luxury home. And oh, by the way, the country is down 38.1%. Long Island, New York, down 65%. San Diego, California, down 60%. Now, in total, this inventory is stacking up. Remember what Adrian told us just last week, 100 days on market. Right now, when you look at total inventory, did you know? that 163,000 listings are considered luxury. That market is stacking up. That market all by itself is distorting everything. We are seeing luxury just wither and die. Some of them will just take it off. Many of them will let it expire. Some will say, hey, I got all this equity and bail out. Who knows? If you're an agent in Fresno, California, please don't forget, I want to buy multiple luxury properties in Fresno. They will need to be seller financing, but we can work on those details. Because again, I want to add a couple of luxury rentals in Fresno, California, just to prove that you can create opportunity where there is great pain and there is great pain in luxury real estate. So housing in the consumer. Remember about two months ago, I was ecstatic. I was vibrating with excitement when I read a report that said 87% of consumers think it is a bad time to buy real estate. Of course, what my crazy broken mind said was, that is awesome. I only compete with 13% and I went out and bought two properties in like five weeks, right? I got two deals in five weeks after you and I talked about this. Well, damn it. Now, it's up to 21%. So again, what they do is they do this monthly survey, and we've already seen a bottom. We've seen a bottom in housing, whatnot, right? 87% said bad. Now, what is it? 79%. So again, we're going the other direction. Lower rates, some softer prices, all of that stuff. So again, 
The consumer is coming around. Housing is in bottoming. This is a big call that I had in my 12 uh, predictions for the housing market. I believe we are really close to the bottom in transactions. I think the bottom is like 3.9-ish. We're almost there. I think what we will see is a bottoming. I'm not calling for any crazy price increases. We are calling for that bottoming. But luxury, again, is some big pain. And then let's update you on my flip. Folks, on Monday at 9 o'clock, I do a 30-minute discussion with my team in Fresno. It's called. There's a playlist called The Hub. On this Monday, I shared with you our plan to cancel our listing this Friday. We were going to take it off the market. We were going to spend about thirteen dollars or $14,000 more. We were going to do uh, the kitchen countertops. Uh, we were going to do some uh, outlets and wiring. Uh, there were two prongs to three prongs. Uh, we were going to do some flooring in the small third bedroom, flooring in the kitchen. We were basically going to complete what I call phase two. And then we were going to raise the price about 10 grand. And then we were going to sell to FHA. Again, you can't sell to FHA as a flipper unless you've owned it 91 days. It's called seasoning. So we were about to do that Friday. And then lo and behold, yesterday we got a full price offer that we are signing and opening escrow on this morning. Now, lots of things could happen. It could still blow up. But as of right now, we have a full price offer for our flip at $309,000. Again, the market is changing. We heard this from Beth yesterday about uh, activity, open houses, getting more and more people, right? December is a horrible time to try to sell a flip, which I tried to do, uh, which again, I just did because of timing. But as of right now, I just signed this morning uh, acceptance for a full price offer. We'll see where it goes. If it blows up, if it doesn't appraise, we will just try again. And I will keep you informed. And yes, I will share all the numbers in excruciating details once it's closed, just to prove uh, that once I got that Yahoo article that said 87% of the people were scared, I jumped in, did the work, got two deals. And I just posted a video of my second project with a quick walkthrough. Given all the rain, the team is focused on the inside, the flooring, kitchen cabinets, bathroom tile all that stuff. So go check that video out. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Please like, subscribe, comment, be a part of the one rental at a time family. And of course, don't forget, if you get one of your deals, your first deal, you get a golden ticket, your next deal, you get one of these. I'm trying to see how much of an impact one rental at a time has. Have an amazing day. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.